Hey y'all, welcome to the Pick Meek Podcast. It's Meek. <laughs> and welcome to another episode. This week's episode is called Finding Strength in Your Feminine Energy. But before we get started, don't forget to subscribe, like, and share. Get this message out here. The more people who knows this, the more we can get our community together and uplifted. Okay? Okay. And feel free to leave comments below and do timestamps so I know exactly what you're commenting about. And also, don't forget to follow me on Instagram, IG, pick underscore meek. All right. So... <clears throat> This week's episode, finding strength in your feminine energy. So I want to switch the flow just a bit and stop doing all my blaming tactics and provide some advice to help increase your chances of getting you hitched because that's the ultimate goal here, getting more black women married. So finding strength in your feminine energy. First, let's start off with, do you embrace your feminine energy? In my experience, there aren't many women who share my reflection that do. Many women are very persistent of appearing strong, independent, boisterous, loud, just real strong. And I emphasis on strong. I don't know what it is about women, but it's no one wants to appear weak. And equal opportunists, I struggle with that myself. So it's yeah, it's, it's just a fear. I think that comes from being in our community within itself. Just a fear of being teased or put down or anyway. So it's just, I want to seem strong all the time. But the message was really pushed to women. And it's crazy because we appear more strong than our men in our community. And then we push the message. And it's, it's something that's continuing to be perpetuated. And I think it's an issue. Again, are you embracing your feminine energy? Do you walk in your divine femininity? Are you doing the work it takes to stay within that? Because it's just, it's some work. You just, you don't just wake up and be this feminine being. Like, you have to put the time into it. You have to invest into your feminine energy just as much as you would invest into your body or your spiritual journey or what you intake as far as food. It's just as much work as doing all of those things. But it should be equivalent to all of those things. It is important for me to maintain a healthy lifestyle across the board, 100%. I think that we should walk around more in the world, more feminine. I don't see anything wrong with us smiling. I don't see anything wrong with us speaking to people. It's okay to be polite. It's absolutely fine to be polite to the people that's outside in the world because it's, you just never know. You just never know. And you feel as good as you push out. That's how I feel, at least for me in my own experience, like now that I see the world differently, I just, I feel less pressure. It is more, don't spend time worrying about the things that you can't control. Like you, you can't control all of those bills that's accumulating while you're sleeping. You just can do, continue to do everything that you can to work towards getting them paid and taking care of business. Like don't worry about it. Just worry about the obstacles as they come. Don't spend too much time worried about them before they arrive. I think because we do have that added pressure and sometimes it is added by our own choices or sometimes it's added by society. Whatever the reason being, black women tend to walk around more hard. 
And I'd like to share a story. So this is story time. Okay. Okay. So I work downtown Cleveland and that's like a, it's a building where a bunch of people pass through like all the time because it has like a bunch of transportation things that you can pick up there, hotels, the casino, a bunch of stuff. So I work in this particular building. So it's a lot of foot traffic. I come across a lot of people on a daily basis when I'm on a break. And one of the people that I regularly see is the guy who shines the shoes downstairs at the door for the big corporate execs. And he's an older gentleman, 68, very nice. And today he told me that he didn't want to speak to me because he didn't know how I would react. And he was like, you know how our women be sometimes. They speak to you one day and the next day you speak to them, they ignore you. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry, that's your experience, but you can speak to me anytime. I'm like, unless you do something bad to me, I'm probably always gonna speak to you. It's just too much energy to hate people. It's, it takes way too much time to hold a grudge. It takes too much time. And it's just, if I don't care that much, why carry it? So I'll walk around light. I walk around, I feel free most of the time, other than the limited freedom that I have. I walk around free and light most of the time. And I, I just try not to have all of those pressures that I do have to think about on a daily basis on my face. It doesn't need to reflect on my face. And plus that looking hard, make us age faster and it cracks the black and we don't want that. No, don't want the black cracked, which is why Maintaining a face routine, skincare routine is important during your feminine journey. I personally haven't always been the most feminine. This is, I've always been friendly. I have always had the personality where I can sit and speak with anyone from different walks of life. That's never been an issue. At for five minutes in my life, I wanted to be independent. I wanted to be independent. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Boy, was that a time. And during this time frame of me wanting my independence and having my perspective, because I had a perspective that I was hardened by. I am a reformed savage. <laughs> I became a savage because it rejection. Oh my God, I didn't handle rejection. And then one of the side effects to us becoming so casual is no one wants relationships. So it was just like, it would be times where I would want a relationship and then I would meet a guy who was just like super casual and like, nah, I don't want one. So then I had to conform. So once I conformed, I became a savage and it wasn't good for the world. It wasn't good for the world in the least bit. I was out here just being masculine. <laughs> For, the, that, for a better choice of words, I don't have them. So I was out here being masculine. I was attracting women who was in this and it was very in words and shit. And I think I did that for a whole 300 days before it was like, no, something is wrong. That was literally like the push that sent me to therapy because I've mentioned having my son when I was 18, one night stand gone wrong, condom, Got a baby. Still don't know how it happened to this very day, but it happened. He is the Lord's blessing. He sent him here for a reason. And I embraced my baby. Even when that decision was made, it was like, geez, I am lowering my options of men because I'm showing up with a kid. And people were like, nah, it's a bunch of stepdads out here. Don't even worry about that. Every girl get one baby. I was like, oh, 
okay, sure. But with that thought in my mind, it was like, oh, no, never would I do that to myself again. So, like, initially, like, once I had my son, the goal was to get him a stepfather. Like, I was trying to get a boyfriend, like, ASAP. I don't care. Judge me if you want. But it was like, no. Like, I had a kid. I had a kid with by myself. Like, nobody wants to raise the one-night stand baby with the condom. That's not anything anybody wants to sign up for. When I first had my kid, I definitely wanted a husband. I wanted to be married 18 when my baby was born I was like by the time he's seven I should have my other child but I wanted to be married I didn't want to have any more children out of wedlock that was the goal but then the goal it didn't happen like my son got seven I was like dang I don't like <laughs> I still don't got no man and it just was like it was crazy so then I transitioned I flipped and I just was like fuck F it that's it who cares who needs love and I was being friends with all these women who didn't need love. And I hated the people that I was around. I hated my mindset. I hated every bit of that situation. I had, in that time frame, I had put on some weight. I had become so big. And the weight wasn't intentional for me. Please do not mistaken. That weight was from the Depovira. It ain't, it, the, the side effects, it took six years for them to kick in, but boy, did they. Boy, did they kick in. So like I had gained a lot of weight and it just was all of it. Like in the manosphere, they re referred to it as an eco chamber. And it definitely was that. It was girl, you look good. Girl, F these men. And it was just like, let's be bitter bitches together. And I didn't like being it. I didn't like being that because all of, because all of my friends prior to that were women who aspired to be wives. And it was like my best friend at the time wanted to get a master's degree so she could be an educated housewife. Like that was dead ass her goal. So let's, let's, that's my best friend. <laughs> and it was like, yeah, like I get that girl. <laughs> I understood that. I definitely get the housewife part. So it was just like I it was like it was weird for me to be on this side of the world where it's like, I'm really thinking about working forever. And it was like working forever, working forever, working until I'm 60 for someone else to pay bills by myself to come home alone every night. Oh, that was crazy. Oh, that was crazy. That's what sent me to therapy a lot. Like falling into that, becoming my parents a lot triggered into it. But that that definitely played a factor. And that's why it's important to have your perspectives because I could see the difference. I could sit in it. I can notice that I was attracting what I was and I didn't like it. And that's why I'm encouraging us to cut down on it because these eco chambers couldn't exist if it wasn't so many of us screaming and preaching this stuff. Like we're perpetuating the issue being the disenfranchised of black families. And we're keeping the message going by continuing stating how ancient these men are. At the end of the day, women raise the men that they hate. So those weak, non-providing, ancient men that y'all scream so loudly about at the top of y'all lungs are the very sons that you create. And then you just start another generation of that. And we all get two sides of the family. I have a side of the family that women coddled the men. The women coddled the men. And I can assure you every single one of those men that are coddled 
She had six sons. Only five of them live in their own place. No, excuse me. <laughs> six sons. Only one of them live on their own. All the other five live on women. Never had their own places. Couldn't, couldn't tell you what it's like to have rent, a utility bill in their name. All they know is living on women. And it's just, okay. <laughs> okay. And it's, oh, that was a generation. That was, that I watched that. I, those people are actually older than I am. I don't associate with that side of the family as much. And I'm sure you can tell why. <laughs> but anyway, next, <laughs> I do have some stuff. Nine, nine ways to connect to your divine femininity. And I would like to list all of these things. And I would like for you guys to really take these things into consideration because our feminine energy is what is dragging us down because we lack it so much. It's too much masculine energy in our community. It's too many of us attempting to be hard. We all cannot be the leaders. Like as women, we should want to step down. Why? Who the fuck wants to work as hard as men? I don't know why y'all want to work as hard as men. Have you thought about how exhausted it is? It is like, and legit work as hard as men. I don't mean going to get your little office job and working 80 hours. I'm legit working as hard as men because men do put in a lot of work. Like society has never been on their side, especially our men. Like I was raised being told that black men were endangered species and we should do everything we can to protect them. And we don't, we put them down and we shun them out. And it's like, they pulled them out of our communities and we just was like, good riddance. <laughs> we don't need you. And we do because look at the results of not having them. Oh my God, this undisciplined ass culture. Anyway, <laughs> I digress. I got off topic. So nine ways to connect to your divine feminine energy, excuse me, reclaim rest. In the power of the pause, we can tap into the divine grace of the feminine. You need to be sleeping. I believe in sleep. I need eight hours of rest, minimum. That's just what I do. I like it. I enjoy it. I like to go to sleep a little bit early, go to sleep between seven and nine. And I like to start my days as early as 4 a.m. in between four and 5 a.m. That's just me. I have a preference. I have a schedule. I have stuff to do. I like to stick to it. Number two, embrace your sensuality. Sensuality is all about physical pleasure, whether it's in a form of self-care or pleasing sights. Watching a sunset, going to the beach, something as simple as that, but you need to be doing something that's sensual. Me, I like the sunset. I love watching the sunset. That is my thing. I am a cheap date. Take me to a sunset. Let me hear the water hit the rocks. So soothing. So soothing. On uh, number three, journal, reflection, and going within. Journaling. I love to journal. I think journaling is important because we got to get those feelings out. Some days are harder than others and you just don't, you never want to end your day with all that pressure. In my opinion, or maybe if you like to end your day with it, just start your day by getting it out and journaling then. Me personally, I like to get my emotions out before I close my eyes. So that stuff is important. And I like to keep my journals. I still have journals from five years ago and I can see the growth. It's important to see, just as important as seeing you know, that weight loss you have, it's important to see how much you've changed and how much perspective and insight you can gain when you're willing to do that work. 
Number four, practice self-love, the ultimate way to embrace the divine feminine. Oh my God, this was a tough one for me because the little bit of body dysmorphia I did suffer from, I would look in the mirror and dead eyes be like, you are a fat bitch and that's mean and I should love myself. That's terrible. And telling myself every day just words that are uplifting, something positive, it definitely has impacted my personality, my, just my, everything, everything is better now that I can speak to myself better because I see everything differently. Now it, that negative, that negative outlook that I had on life towards myself, it changed because it was like, I love me way too much to down me. I love me way too much to disturb my peace. I love me way too much to allow anyone, anything to pull me out of my center. So I have to Keep myself protected at all costs. And that starts with love. You have to love yourself because you'll never hurt the person you love. That's a fact. <laughs> that wasn't like sarcasm. <laughs> Number five, get in touch with your dreams. This says this means to reflect in your inner world. It depends on how you see dreams. I The dreams like when I'm sleeping or like dreams for my what I would like to hope for my reality. That is important because how you see your future does need to be realistic. A lot of thoughts should be put into that, but I would absolutely only give a masculine response to this. So I will not dive deep into this, but this is a step that you should take. Getting in touch with your dreams. Number six, incorporate more yin energy in your space, such as lighting, colors, textures for calming environment. And when I'm saying like textures, like a pillow, furry pillow, something like that, like a mink pillow. That's a texture. A lot of women, a lot of people in general are doing like the lights across the border in the rooms. Those are important, very important to work on that energy. Number seven, prioritize me time. Everyone needs to reconnect to themselves. And that's important. It, that's something else that I had to work on because putting me as number one, was like almost impossible on my list. Like it was like, oh my God, cause I used to take care of everybody. And that's, that's just so much personal stuff that I don't want to get into, but it was a lot of pressure. Oh my God, it was a lot of pressure. And I was like number 10 on my list. Like I was making sure everybody else was good before I even considered myself. And that was taking a toll on me. It was taking a toll on me and it was, it is terrible to neglect yourself because Everything falls into play with that health, physical, because without you, who will they have? If you're not taking care of you and nobody else taking care of you, like who going to hold it together? It can fall apart. It'll crumble and then you the foundation and then it's your responsibility to make sure that foundation is sturdy. So finding that me time, whether it's an hour a day, 30 minutes a day, just take that time for yourself. I do mine every day once I get home from work, 30 minutes to myself. It's just meek time. Tell my son, leave me alone. Don't come in here. It's just time for me. Mama got to decompress, okay? Because I'm no good to him when I'm no good to him <laughs> when I'm not in a good space. <laughs> no good. Number eight, tap into your intuition. It's about getting quiet with yourself and not going outward or information, but rather receiving it from within. That's why your perspective is important because you will not advise yourself if you are in a bad headspace. Okay. You will lead you into a terrible direction because you are in to to you're in such a dark space and you've got to find that light. You have to find the light. That's important, but 
You have to tap in within yourself. And then the last one, number nine, go within before acting. If you're thinking about how you want to handle something in life, you can either grab the bull by its horns or it could be more about intuitive listening and going inside first for an answer before turning it into action. So that kind of plays off of the last statement of going within. You need to always be mindful as you're, of your decisions before you're acting as a woman. You need to be in your feminine energy at all times so you are acting accordingly. You don't want to just be out here making irrational decisions because you're not in a good space. So that divine feminine energy, y'all, I'm just, it's important. It's definitely important. And once you get into it, you attract a different breed of men. And because we all screaming how ancient N words are. Once you get more feminine, you start attracting men like men because men like feminine women. They enjoy that. Men like women who smile. Men like women who are women. I don't care. Like, I don't care how strong you are. Okay. If that man won't come in the kitchen and you ask him to open a jar, it just, it just goes over more differently. Okay. Let that man be a man and you be a woman. Just sit back and look pretty. I promise you we would get more done as a community if we embraced our femininity more. Because it would be more men being men if they had the opportunity to play the part. But it's so many of us. And I'd like to make a comment on this because it's heavy on my heart. It's almost Father's Day. Please, for the love of God, stop thinking that is single mother's day. Okay. That's not single mother's day. Single mother's day is mother's day. Cause it's mothers. They tie together. This day is for men. This day is for fathers. There are legitimate fathers out here who are busting their tails to provide good lives for their children. They are doing all of the work. Just as so many of us trying to provide awesome lifestyles, trying to break those curses. So just let them have it. Please, <laughs> for the love of God, I'm asking you as a woman, right? Because it's a sisterhood. We're supposed to be in this sisterhood. Please stop trying to take that away from them because the fathers that do exist do need the credit and they deserve their flowers. So, yeah, man, let these men be men. Please be more women. And don't forget to tune in next week.